Well, hello, hello. This is Marsha, and you are listening to M Thinking, one day at a time. Well, welcome back. If this is the first time you're listening, and welcome back, and thank you for coming back. If you've listened to me before, you can follow me on my blog, which I think is listed here on Anchor, or my Instagram, or on Tumblr, whichever suits you best. Well, what I'm talking about today is still a little raw, and the topic being kindness, because at the moment I'm still reeling a little bit about being very kind, but also very stupid. <laughs> an act that happened to me—it's an act that happened to me recently. Uh, but maybe I was just being innocent or naive, but it's still. Did not make me feel any better about myself.、Uh, it smacked a little. I've always been a firm believer that if I could,、uh, if there was nothing standing in my way, and if my heart is devoid of hatred or guilt towards、uh, another person, being kind is the way to go. And I believe, in the same way that I believe that unicorns exist, that magic swirls around us like magic gold dust. I can hear you shaking your head. So stop. Well, to be fair to myself, I'm also known for being a little bit of a firebrand, and I have a bigger mouth on me than some people could, can handle, and it goes horribly with being rubbed the wrong way. So recently, someone knocked into my car from behind, and to cut the long story short, I chased down the wrong car. The right person who knocked into my car was the one behind me, so I was ass kissed instead of being sideswiped from the front. Nevertheless, the person behind me gave chase, and it's funny because she could have driven off and pretended none of it happened. As stupid as I was, I was still chasing and cursing after the car in front of me, who obliviously sped off. By the way, and she finally caught up with a fuming me, who was enraged with the wrong driver. Here's where the kindness stupidity kind of started. I I don't know how this is gonna gel with the rest of the podcast, really, but I'm I'm gonna try. We checked the cars, me and her,、uh, and I determined, since I was not in the wrong, that the damage was minimal. So when asked if we should exchange contact information and later catch up to see if the cars needed to go for further repairs, in which case she would be liable for it, for both cars, I freaking declined. Yes, I declined and thought nothing of it. It was a small bump. It looked like a small bump, and that was it. That was all I saw. I thought it was negligible, and that it's the kind of scratch you get from a clumsy fall. Car version. She also looked a little panicked and out of it. So, being the more composed, so-called composed, older one between the two of us, so I let it slide. And guess what? The damage was worse than I thought, and I had to pay for the repairs myself. 
after spending a few days mulling it over, knocking myself over the head with as many derogatory words and thoughts I could muster from my own personal angry dictionary, I am finally in a better place. The car's fixed and there's nothing more to think about, except that now I'm thinking if kindness is really a big, as big a thing as it is all wrapped up to be. Susceptible to trickery is very different from being kind, I surmise. Where is the balance? I used to have friends mock me whenever I give spare change to homeless people, musicians or artists on the street. They would tell me that I was feeding into their laziness, ineptness, drug or alcohol addiction. They told me that I, was do- I wasn't doing good, I was actually doing bad. My take has always been, if I was cheated on, well, if I was cheated, then it was on them, not me. If I was doing something out of the goodness of my heart and was taken for a ride, then they don't have to answer me because I'm done, I'm I'm out of there. They would have to answer to God, to the universe or karma or whatever. But sometimes when you do something good without thinking too much into it or delve too much into the science or, or psychology of it, it just makes you happy, you know? I think most of us want to be there, just happy. So I will be sharing bits and pieces of two articles on this podcast and both are related to kindness in their own ways. And I hope it gives you something to think about or talk about. Is kindness all that we think it to be, or is it just naivete wrapped up in fluffy unicorn magic? Is it? Well, the first article is called The World is a Kinder Place When You're Kind. It was written by Edith Danielian, who is a teacher living in California. She is a passionate forever student who believes in humor, love, and has a mouth with less than perfect timing. You can follow her on Twitter at Dania and B. That is D-A-N-I-A and B. It starts off with a quote, Don't wait for people to be friendly, show them how. The source is unknown. For a long time, through my rough days, I held a sort of grudge against the rest of the world. I had convinced myself that everyone was only looking out for themselves and I had lost faith in the idea that people were mostly good. Well, I had an accident a few years back and unfortunately I was far from home and by myself when the incident occurred. Many strangers witnessed the accident and casually passed by. Two people who could have just as easily done the same, leaving the accident for someone else to take care of, chose to step in and came to my side. They had no obligation to help and in fact had places to be. Instead, they stopped to help me, waited until the paramedics arrived, helped to contact someone I knew and confirmed that I would be okay. I was shocked that people who didn't even know my name were spending so much time taking precautions to ensure my safety. My world was jolted and 
I kind of liked it. This was the first instance of many that changed how I live my day-to-day life. A complete stranger went out of their way to do good for me and in return I would do the same for others. I opened myself to the idea that maybe not all people were selfish and maybe they were all in fact just like me, feeling alone, caught up and looking desperately for that one person to prove them wrong. It took a while and a lot of courage, but I began to step outside my comfort zone and behave how I always wished others would. I spoke to strangers on the train and in long lines, I made friends in waiting rooms and I listened to their stories even if they didn't give me a chance to respond. The bigger picture fell into place for me a couple of years ago. I greeted a homeless man who was down and out and I would run into frequently. I stopped briefly to listen to a joke he said he had written. As I laughed and turned to head back on my way, he stopped and said, Thank you for listening. I have been waiting to share that with someone for a long time. Have a good day on purpose. That was it right there. Have a good day on purpose. On purpose. Acting with goodness will bring goodness. Each day you wake up, you have a choice to make. You can either go on through your day, your routines as you always do, or you can choose to broaden your world. Opening myself up to these so-called strangers with a positive point of view, open mind and a helping hand has changed my perspective on life a trillion times over. Rather than waiting for and expecting others to prove me wrong, I began to take initiative and found that what I was looking for all along was always there. I just needed to pull myself out from the negative space I was in in order to see it. The second article is entitled, How to Change a Life and Make the World a Kinder Place. It is written by Deborah Shelby who writes uh, inspiration for happier and a better life on her blog. She shares her ideas for improving your outlook on life, your relationships at home, with your kids, at work, or in your spiritual life. She is a full-time working mom who enjoys life with her two teenagers whenever she can, which sounds a lot like me. Well, she says that she starts off with a quote by the Dalai Lama, which says, being kind whenever possible. It is always possible, but it is, isn't always easy. Sometimes acts of kindness for people in our lives can be more difficult than random acts of kindness for strangers. We all have people in our lives that are negative, grumpy, or angry. They make us feel negative, grumpy, and angry too. It helps if we remember that difficult people are usually incredibly unhappy. Something is making that person miserable. If we think about that and find compassion instead of letting negative emotions overpower us, it's surprising how much easier it is to remain kind. And she tells of a very touching story about Heather and the Johnsons. Even though being kind is beneficial for ourselves, real kindness isn't about us at all. It's about thinking of others or having someone else on our minds and hearts. The Johnsons are an amazingly, incredibly kind family. 
if I don't, if I didn't know them, I'd have a hard time believing their story. Heather was a drunk driver. She ran through a stop sign at an intersection where Mike Johnson was heading home from work. She crashed into his truck. He was injured so severely that he was not expected to survive. But after several surgeries and many months of physical therapy, he recovered. Mike and his wife Jean are such kind people. They not only forgave the intoxicated driver, but they also helped her and changed her life. Heather was a very young woman going down a dangerous path of partying and drinking. She was arrested after the accident and she was terrified of going to jail when it was time for her court hearing. The young woman visited the hospital where Mike was supposedly dying. When the family noticed Heather there, they warmly welcomed her. Can you imagine that? Heather said they consoled her, the family consoled her, and Mike and Jean's adult children hugged her and told her it would be okay. They told her, no one is perfect, we all make mistakes. Shortly after, Heather met Jean in the hospital. Heather was still expecting anger, screaming and hatred. She knew she deserved them, but Jean hugged the girl and told her she forgave her. Heather said it was like a 10,000 pound boulder was lifted off of her. Heather decided to do something to help the Johnsons to try to give back to them. She organized a live music fundraiser and raised $3,000 for the Johnsons before her court hearing. Mike and Jean spoke on Heather's behalf at the hearing for the reduced sentence for her. The incredible, amazing kindness and forgiveness from the Johnsons changed Heather's life completely. It changed her whole outlook and made her want to be a better person. The Johnsons considered their pain a fair price to pay for saving Heather from killing someone else, possibly herself. They befriended her and visited her after her trial when, when she did go to jail. She is incarcerated for 33 months at a correctional facility in Florida where she is keeping a journal of her past experience to inspire other young people towards responsible life choices. We all want happier and better lives. To improve our lives, we have to improve ourselves first. Let's choose to surround ourselves with goodwill and positive energy. Let's commit to living lives of kindness and compassion and forgiveness, resulting in a healthier and happier life for ourselves. Do you have a story where someone else's kindness affected or changed your life? Being nice to the people around you, be it the handsome stranger on the street or a beloved family member, makes you feel good. It makes you feel re relevant, loved and appreciated. And we all need that little boost. It could be the catalyst for turning a bad day around. Being kind always run contrary to the survival of the fitness idea, which was uh, the idea of Darwin, the great um, socialist and geologist, I believe, and this, uh, the, the person who came up with the, who contributed a lot to the science of evolution. Darwin disagrees that to survive in this world, one needs to be selfish. He did not see humans as instinctively 
and biologically competitive and self-centered. And he believes that humans are instead instinctively social and caring. Studies also show that kindness is a high predictor of satisfaction in stability of a marriage. In 2016, kindness.org launched a kindness wall in New York City, London and Cape Town, as well as in digital and video content. There's a kindness wall today in Brooklyn, New York, designed by muralist Jana Liao at a pedestrian plaza on Broadway between 43rd and 44th Street. Outside of New York, you can visit kindness.org instead to do your part. Since its launch, uh, 175,000 members from over 40 countries has performed 55,000 acts of kindness and recorded it on the website. The website encourages people to spread kindness in their personal and professional lives and I happen to think it is an incredible project. In the future, wouldn't it be amazing that this culture reached the online platform where the number of mean comments that we see today, raging and free-flowing criticism, is whittled down to the bare minimal? Mean people are like the bros these days when they're mean and abusive to the people they don't personally you know in real life and it's kind of deplorable a Pew Research Center revealed that in 2017 about 41 percent of Americans experienced online harassment Forsa and commissioned by the Germany's state media authority the NRW interviewed a hundred uh, a what a thousand eight users in Germany aged over 14 and the results showed that among those 14 to 24 year olds surveyed a whooping 96% reported to have experienced hateful comments. I hope to live long enough to see a kinder internet. I'm being so serious right now. The state of the internet is like a garbage dump and, and individuals, you know, or groups, we sh as, as individuals or groups, we should do our bit to spread as many acts of kindness as we can. That's how to balance out the negative. To wrap things up, we need to refocus on who we need to be kind to on an everyday basis, no matter what. As long as we have a moral compass that is pointing us in the right direction, we're, you know, we're doing fine. Reaching out to help as many people as we can on an everyday basis, as much as we can, is an extremely powerful happiness booster. We also need to be careful about being duped because, um, you know, people are people, you know. And when I talk in terms of being duped, mostly it's an online reference. And if you are duped, you are willing to walk away and say, you know, F it, I'm going to walk away. Well, on this planet, this is what happens and we can, cannot win all the time. Some people call it a weakness, but I call it a superpower. It takes a lot to be duped and not blow your top. Being kind without expecting anything back in return is also the best kind of kindness. It's like dropping an anonymous gift off the doorstep of a friend. It gives you an unexplainable sense of satisfaction. Don't let your world be overwhelmed. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. 
you first, others second. There are people that I know who are, you know, working in humanitarian services, who sometimes find themselves in a depleted conundrum. They exhaust themselves helping others, and you know they deserve our help and respect once in a while when we can afford to. You know, spend time with them and show them that we care and their efforts matter. I think that's exactly what we should be doing. But if it's not a part of our work, I think it's fine. You know, we don't have to be overwhelmed, and we should not allow self-blame to fester in our lives when we are not able, we are not in a position to be kind. And we should also be understanding about our own limitations when we cannot be kind to others. We are humans, and sometimes we find ourselves at the receiving end. Learn how to receive that kindness from others graciously and gratefully. And if you are in the position to return the kindness, it becomes an awesome circle of you know a circle of kindness. And believe it or not, that's how our forefathers survived in small villages and. Here we are. So do your best to be nice if you can't be an absolute angel, and just start with you. And right here is all that. That's all I think we need to know. And I'm sending you lots of love, and wishing you all the best, and hope that you have a wonderful day ahead. Love, Marsha.